Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Destine, your co-host of the show. Today we are here with Michael Preston, the CEO and founder of Pink Shark. How are you, Michael? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it? Yeah, uh, our agency specializes in digital marketing services. We're a full service agency. We handle everything from branding to marketing and advertising. So that includes everything from, you know, uh, brand development, like logo design, brand guides, website design and development to um, to our marketing services, which are you know search engine optimization, social media management, um, influencer marketing. And then our advertising side is uh, Google advertising, as well as Facebook and Instagram advertising. Nice, nice. What year did you start and what made you want to start? Um, I, I believe it was 2014. Um, I started the, the business um, mainly with a focus in search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for uh, mo- mostly an SEO company before, and um, I had learned a lot about uh, optimizing websites for Google, getting, you know, a lot of local businesses ranked and whatnot. Um, I had done it for a few friends and uh, had successfully got them ranked pretty quickly and, you know, realized that I was pretty good at it with the, you know, the tools that I'd kind of learned along the way. Um, So that was pretty much where I decided to start my own business and, um, you know, kind of go from there and start adding in services and everything from there. Uh, But before that, while I was in school, I was, I was working with a an old friend, he had a barbershop and um, I was kind of doing all these different different marketing aspects to help him out with things, mm. to kind of get, get my feet wet with, uh, you know, working in the business world while I was in school. Um, so, but but yeah, so that that was pretty much how we started with the, the agency. And, you know, then we've just expanded onto different services along the way just because, um, you know, clients along the way have have requested certain certain things for us to, to help out with. And, you know, there's always these odd and end um, kind of services that they need. So mm, nice. 2014. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a quite a few years. That's good to hear. You said that you focused on SEO, you know, at first and you kind of transitioned to just being full service. Is it mm-hmm. because of just the clients what they were wanting or was did you just see yourself expanding in a way? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, the the clients definitely started requesting other services, but then I also, you know, I'm a curious person. So I like to you know, kind of investigate and learn new things. So I would jump in and, you know, okay, well, yeah, I guess I could figure that out and, you know, start testing things for a certain client, um, you know, and kind of learn how to do that. And then, you know, find more people that can kind of help out and to expand the team for those areas and whatnot, and then um, start offering those services. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say that you learned just to kind of circle back from the beginning, like before 2014, what what would you say that you've learned to kind of just pour into what you do right now? Like what skill have you learned, would you say, with your experience um, in the past? Like what skills did I have to build up to be able to? Yeah. Uh, to kind of decide to, to run my own agency? Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, like what we were just talking about with being curious person, I, I think that's one of the one of the uh, things that I didn't I didn't necessarily learn is just, you know, kind of the way that my mind goes. But, um, 
you know, trying to find answers to things and constantly be looking for, you know, how to do things. I think that that pulled me in towards that direction. But um, I mean, I, I went to school for marketing and, and sales. That was, those were those were like my, uh, you know, majors. Um, but back then, I mean, like, you know, Instagram was just becoming popular when I was graduating college. So there wasn't really a whole lot of information available in school as yeah. to like how to do things. And, you know, I think I took one class on SEO my senior year. And that was like a, just some random elective class that, you know, there was this, this, you know, SEO guy that just happened to be, you know, given a, given a space as a professor. <clears throat> I also went to school in Ohio. So it was, you know, kind of like the middle of nowhere and there, it wasn't like the most tech savvy place, but, um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> um, I, th I think like the, the skills that are important to, to learn for, um, you know, working in the marketing area, probably right now, the most important is social media. I think that, you know, like anybody can pick up on social media because you know, everybody's got social media account for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I think familiarizing yourself with social media is probably one of the easiest ways to kind of jump into that nowadays. Yeah. But it just depends on what, what area somebody would be focused in or, or what they would be interested in. Um, you know, so if somebody's into like numbers and things like that, it might be more of the analytics and yeah. um, advertising side of things that they might want to jump into if they're more of a creative social media or photography video. Like I also enjoyed, um, you know, a lot of creative things growing up. So I, you know, I, I bought a camera, like a DSLR camera when I was in college just to kind of mess around with and, you know, learn that. So it's, everything kind of just ties together. Yeah. Um, to you know into into these things but for other people it might be specializing in one specific area rather than you know like kind of enjoying a little bit of each thing i guess that's that's kind of how i fell into uh, being in a full service agency because i enjoy so many different aspects of it the creative as well as the numbers um as well as the business side and the people and you know all of that but yeah you know other people are just super talented and interested in let's say for instance photography or programming or you know graphics and art and you know that sort of thing so um for someone like that you know it's just kind of diving in as deep as possible in that one area so yeah yeah absolutely you know like you said everyone has a social media so i think it's a great thing to pick up on but i think getting curious really gets you places you know mm -hmm. and I was going to ask if you had previous passions about social media in general, but you kind of broke down that you did get a camera and you did have experience majored in, I think you said marketing. So, yeah. 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 How was yeah. your, or I guess year two, would you, were you like, okay, like I got, like I'm one year in, how was your journey just kind of building to get to a more consistent place in your life, I guess, financially? With the business? With the business, yeah. Um, I think for me, because, um, my background, like I worked in so many different positions, um, in, like doing jobs while I was growing up. Like I always just wanted to have money to do stuff. Yeah. So I started working when I was like 15 or something. It was like right at the edge of when you, I think 14 and a half or maybe 15. Yeah. So I was constantly looking to like try doing different things for work and make money and whatever. So I had kind of been out of my comfort zone already with doing a lot of different things. Like Anything that sounded like you could make decent money with it, I was trying to do. 
when I was, you know, growing up. So, um, like for instance, I ended up when I was in uh, like my last year of high school, um, I started doing door to door, uh, appointment setting for a waterproofing company for homes. So like we would drive around, get dropped off and have to knock doors. Yeah. So I think that, that, I think that was my first like real sales kind of position, um, which, you know, got me out of my comfort zone and comfortable with, you know, talking to people about things for, for, you know, that they might not be interested in talking about right at the moment, but things that could help them. So that helped um, because when I did start, I was like, okay, what do I know how to do when it comes to sales and how can I go through and start, you know, like canvassing and generating leads and, you know, this sort of thing. So um, I started like making lists of all the people that I knew that had businesses and that might be, you know, interested and started going through my Facebook friends list and looking for people in there that had businesses. Anytime I'd see something, this is, you know, cause Facebook was more popular back then. Yeah. Anytime I'd see something on Facebook, I would find, uh, you know, I would message that person. Um, oh, I see, I see you have this new business da, da, da. like, you know, uh, do you need any help with anything? Are you ranked on Google? Or I might look, look into it and say, Hey, I can help you, you know, show up here. So, um, so anyways, yeah, I, I think I was fortunate that I had a background in sales mm-hmm. plus, the, plus, the, plus like the actual work. So I kind of had a somewhat of a formula down. Obviously, I only had so much bandwidth, um, you know, to be able to do so much because I, I was managing the work and doing sales. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of figuring out how to balance that was was definitely a challenge. Um you know, it's still, I think it's still a challenge because I still manage both sides of things um, within the business. Uh, I think, I think the, the best salesperson is always going to be, um, you know, the, the owner of the company and, you know, really understanding how everything is and, and the whys and the yeah. vision, um, as well as managing projects from the highest level. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, something that you really can't get away from. But uh, yeah, I mean, the first year was obviously... A big transition going from working for a company to being focused strictly on the business and you know trying to grow that um the second year i think there was pretty significant growth um so it, it definitely you know became better but mm-hmm. then there just became other struggles as well because you know you've got more clients you've got more things to handle um, less time uh, you know and, and things like that uh, for for me I, th- I think like somewhere along that way, like year two or three, maybe I lost a little bit of focus as well of like, you know, r- the initial growth uh, phase of like really trying to push it. Um, not not by a lot, but just not the same kind of uh, um, pressure that, you know, you have on your first launching. So I, th- I think that's like a really big challenge when just like for, for right now, we're like eight years in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, keeping that consistency throughout year after year, because, you know, we're human and interests change and, mm-hmm. you know, desires, things like that along the way. So um, I, I think it's important to understand that, you know, that's normal. And, you know, you can't, you can't wake up every single day and be, be motivated to, uh, you know, to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, on basis. But um, I think the important thing is, you know, kind of pausing and regrouping and kind of remembering the whys and, you know what you're doing and you know uh what what kind of brought you to it in the beginning um you know to to kind of pull you back in and get you fired up again to you know kind of go in the right direction 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for expanding on that and just being honest. You know, it comes with lots of trial and error. There's just a cycle to it. There's a cycle to growth and ups and downs, and that's understandable. How is it, or do you have a team? How has it been like building your team and what year did you kind of decide to expand in that way? Yeah, I mean, I've always had, you know, like different people who are specialized in certain things along the way. Like even the first year, it wasn't just me doing the work. Like I was finding people to do certain things. With the SEO side of things, I think um, some of the some of the parts that I, I definitely needed some help with was like backlinking and um, I, I don't remember exactly what all services we were doing back then. I know it was mainly SEO, but I know we did other things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point that I was like building the websites myself, um, you know, and doing a lot of different things. So it just became like where I would, I would end up having not enough bandwidth or like clients would be pressing me to get things done faster. Um, then I started to realize, you know, I needed help with, uh, with some different, uh, different parts of the services. And, uh, and so I would start incorporating people wherever I could and wherever, you know, I could afford at the time because I obviously trying to, you know, pay my own bills and then, yeah. um, you know, pay somebody else's essentially. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically just wherever that balance could, could, could fit whatever I wasn't super good at. And, uh, you know, I kind of had to, you know, remind myself that I wasn't super experienced in a certain area. So like, I could probably find somebody who's better, more efficient at that and does a higher level job than me. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, we have a, t- we have a team um, working in a lot of different areas. So uh, depending on, you know, the, the service and whatnot. Um, yeah, we have about 11 people, I think, nice. on our team right now. Nice. Yeah, you know, just delegating tasks and kind of just accepting um, and or more like embracing support is something that I hear often a lot of agency owners speak about and just real, getting to the point where it's like, okay, maybe you can do this better than me. I need help in this, yada, yada. It's very important. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's an issue that a lot of people face um, early, early on when it comes to like any kind of business is, you know, really trusting other people that, that they'll be able to do it. At, to a decent level. Yeah. Maybe they won't be able to do it with as much passion as what you do. Yeah. As fast as you do or as thorough. Yeah. But, uh, and sometimes they will do better than you, but uh, I think a lot of people have a hard time letting go of that and, and understanding it. Yeah. Uh, I think for me that, that was difficult with websites because it's so visual that mm. I was like, oh, they're not going to notice these details. They're not going to do it to this level. And, mm. you know, and then actually now, you know, I'm, I'm very impressed by our designers and everything that's good it's like you know way way different level than anything i could potentially put together so yay but back then yeah it's definitely back then like oh gosh (laughs) how Um, can you (laughs) it's funny so how do you get your clients is it inbound outbound referrals ads social media what's the process like uh yeah our most most of our clients come through from advertising, mm-hmm. um, you know, search search uh, search ads, organic traffic, um, you know, paid paid ads through Facebook, Instagram, Google, uh, and then um, you know we have a lead gen company that we work with as well, um, but yeah, we don't we don't do any outbound 
uh, calls or cold calls or anything like that, really, because you know, we have a decent amount of leads that, you know, it's, it's kind of already a lot to cover. Um, mm-hmm. So just kind of keeping up with all of, all of those leads and, uh, you know, staying in contact with them, I think is the most important thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Staying in contact with them, just build, like just keeping that relationship, you know, would you say that mm-hmm. the type of clients you get now has changed compared to the beginning? Uh, I mean, definitely. Yeah. There's, there's bigger clients that are further along that wouldn't have, uh, taken the time of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, that, uh, previously, you know, we talked to them and, and they know more about marketing than I did. Yeah. So, you know, back then it was like, why, why are we going to hire these guys who are, you know, trying to take over doing different marketing services for us? when I, the, the business owner that I was talking to was, you know, uh, more experienced or something. So, yeah. uh, you know, like they've been running their business for 20 years and, you know, they've done a lot of marketing themselves and, you know, they've, they've worked with different agencies, they've worked with individuals, they've yeah. tried their own strategies and, you know, all, all of that. Um, so now it's more so myself educating majority of the clients because, you know, I'm so deep in it that uh, there's no there's no possible way that they've done this much research and testing and um, you know work in the, in the field because you know, I've been in so many different areas and I've been working in marketing for I think like 12 years or 11 years now. So yeah, um, you know, so it, so now it's me educating them, consulting with them, giving them you know ideas, plans, yeah. and sometimes overwhelming them because it's just so, so much information for them to even comprehend mm. uh, that they're just like, okay, th- these guys are definitely the, the ones we want to work with because they know a lot. And like, I can't even understand what this guy's talking about. So like, <laughs> I think that, like that ends up being my sales approach for when I deal with them a lot, because I'm, I'm not like slick salesman with them. I'm just like giving them information and then yeah. they're like, okay, these guys are good. Like this, this, this guy's not trying to just like, you know, wheel and deal me or something. So, um, which is good and bad, I think. So, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it, it definitely brings in a different type of clientele that has more, you know, more purchasing power and, and more capabilities for testing different methods of, of marketing and advertising and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that sounds like, it just requires a lot of trust on their end as well to be like, okay, like he knows what he's talking about. He's just providing value. Like I'm not, no slicks, like you said, sales stuff <laughs> going on. Exactly. That's important. Yeah. yeah tr- trust is super important, you know, in, in any kind of service-based business because you really don't know like exactly what you're getting. You're kind of basing it off of, you know, reviews or what you can see from case studies. Yeah. And- things like that, but you really don't know until you get in there and, and work with somebody of whether or not they're going to do the job right. And sometimes it's, it's just, you have to kind of take that jump, um, you know, to, to see even, even with like building a team, you know, it's like, yeah, you can look at somebody's resume and, you know, see past <laughs> work and all these different things, but you don't know until you you're really working with them. And mm-hmm. if you don't take that, if you don't take the chance to work with somebody or, you know, an agency or, or a company or whoever, um, you're never really going to know. So it's, I think it's, it's better just to like make the move and see how it goes 
and and you know kind of let things fall into place how they how they'll be and if it doesn't work out you move on to the next thing so yeah same thing with advertising i think a lot of a lot of times um people will uh they'll be afraid to try to advertise because they don't want to lose money Mm. it's like very similar to you know being afraid to work with somebody or hire an agency or you know work with anybody and it's just like how are you ever going to know you're afraid to take that risk yeah um you know, you you've got to spend the money to find out if it works. Yeah. If it doesn't, and you make moves to to fix it. So, you know, people want to wait like a year to find out if a website works rather than, you know, spend the money over a, a couple of weeks. Yeah, get some traffic to the website, see if it converts or not, and if it doesn't convert, then fix it. Rather than you know waiting a whole year for an SEO campaign to, mm-hmm. you know, really get to the, you know, the right place and whatnot, but. <clears throat> absolutely yeah just high risk high reward is what i'm hearing <laughs> you know yeah, exactly i think it's important and it's not even necessarily high risk it's just having a little bit of a comfort to you know trying certain things but um i've i've had a, a mentor in in business as well who um he's he's like I guess the way his business style is very high risk like that, like his, uh, I guess you could say kind of more of like a gambler sort of mentality with business of just like, he would rather find out in one day if a campaign is going to work. He'll spend thousands of dollars on a day worth of clicks to see if it's going to convert. So it's a very, very different mindset. And it's interesting to hear his perspectives on things (laughs) um, because he would prefer to find out immediately and not waste his time. So he'll, he'll, He'll spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars building out an entire campaign, and within one weekend, he'll know if it's going to be good or not. And if it's not good, he'll potentially scrap it and move into another campaign. Wow! Uh, so it's 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 interesting seeing people maneuver like that, and then you see business owners who are unwilling to, you know, spend a little bit of money to um, to test running ads and and whatnot and they still want to stay with like really slow moving marketing strategies um but then they they're not sure of why they're not able to like get to the next level of growth with their business and looking for some um you know some fix for it that that's coming from outside of it when in reality it's it's like you're not you're not investing enough into the the tools that are going to bring you that that business and help you scale because really you can't scale a business without advertising this is not possible so really you don't think organic just growth is possible at all with with certain types of business like a doctor's office dentist's office things like this they can i know dentists and doctors who've never advertised and who've become very successful and you know only work a few days a week because they've been in the business for 20 30 years um and they don't need to but yeah to, to expand if they wanted to open up multiple locations over a certain period of time and do this and that, you know, you're going to need to, but, um, for like product-based businesses, like you in e-commerce, you can't, unless it's a viral product, you can't scale that without advertising. And even a viral product, you're going to get to the point that it's not, it's no longer, you know, trending. So it's, mm. it's not, you're going to, you're going to run out of that juice. So, um, but yeah, I, th- I think generally speaking, any kind of product or service needs to be advertised or have some very good, um, you know, content machine 
um, that's pumping things out, whether it's like social media content and working with, um, you know, influencers and things like that. But even that's, you know, advertising, it all, it all takes uh, time and, and budget to, to really like um, carry out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely the long-term <laughs> journey for, yeah. for many, I would say. What would you say is your agency's expertise? Um, I would say problem solving, figuring out, figuring out, um, you know, kind of like what, what's needed, what's necessary, figuring out strategy and whatnot. Um, like what I was saying before of, of like me being very interested in, you know, finding answers to things. I think that kind of carries into the, the business because a lot of the, I mean, like the clients that come through, I'm, I'm taking the first look at it as mm -hmm. to like what direction to kind of go with it. So we're not necessarily just providing the service that they request. It's looking into what their request is, seeing if it makes the most sense, educating them on why or why not, and you know, giving them the option of either doing what they want or potentially something that might be a little bit more beneficial to them. Yeah, uh, you know, based on our experience. So, um, but like specific services, I mean, we're pretty good in all the services that we that we offer. Um, that I had listed off previously. Um, but for, but for like the specifics of what we're good at, it's, I would say that, and then communication as well, being available, mm. um, you know, a lot of times you can't get a hold of companies and, um, you know, I've had many clients that have called before they were clients and they, they had called and, you know, they were surprised that they were able to get a hold of anybody on the phone because they called, they called like 10 different agencies before and nobody picked up. Nobody called them back, you know. So, I, th I think like there's a, there's a big lack of um, you know customer service and and uh, um, customer relations mm -hmm. kind of within that. And uh, I, I think that's something that we do well. Um, whether it's like text message, phone calls, just being available, you know. I've I've had numerous times on the weekends where I reach back to somebody who's kind of like stressing out over something. Um, with their business and you know check into it just to just to see you know make sure that they're you know relaxed and not super stressed out over something over the weekend and whatnot even though it's the weekend and we're not necessarily you know in the office or whatever so yeah i think that's i think that's important i think clients would really appreciate that like just being that genuine and knowing that you're communicating with them and not kind of like, okay, well, I talked to you at this time charging by, by, by the minute because I'm emailing you back yeah. the weekend. You know, I think it's just nowadays that's, that's rare. I would say. <laughs> For sure it is. It is rare. Yeah. What would you say you're currently learning right now to just kind of level up your agency at this time? Systems. Mm. Systematizing the whole business. So figuring out how to, um, put things in place that automate and uh, uh, make everybody's process easier, streamline efficiency, um, less headache. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely where my head's at right now. I'm, I'm pretty deep into, um, you know, kind of uh, adapting new, new, new strategies for systems in, in the business right now. So uh, just trying to make everybody's life easier, trying to get things done faster for clients, um, you know, make deadlines better, mm. uh, ta tasking 
people on the team, creating, you know, templates for um, project types, automations and programs, yeah. uh, for, for instance, like, like in Asana. Um, and then also trying to incorporate that into the website with, uh, you know, systems that kind of automate within there for the clients also. So yeah. onboarding that, you know, just taking advantage of all of the programming that's, you know, possible um to, to like really make their experience better so that's that's what i'm trying to do right now so that we can you know scale the the client base faster without having you know any kind of hiccups where um the ball gets dropped or you know anything like that yeah yeah thank you for being honest have you had any systems in place in the past previously would you say that has worked or is it just that you know that you need to take this next step on your journey um we've had systems in place before but not not to this extent mm -hmm. i think checklists and you know documentation and um things like that but more minimal mm -hmm. um i'm trying to go more extensive with it now so mm -hmm. uh you know trying to go in as, as in depth as possible at this point i know that there's there's obviously capabilities of going even more in depth um but like getting it to the kind of next level for uh for that for right now yeah absolutely just to kind of transition what would you say you're currently most proud of right now on your journey as an agency owner um i mean results probably number one um you know being able to like really showcase some really uh amazing results for certain clients and yeah. things that you know have really transformed their businesses and been able to um help companies grow and I think number two would be um, like building the team. So having having people who we're working with who are able to, um, you know, grow yeah. themselves. Also, you know, to be able to take care of people financially and, you know, um, support support building a team and, um, you know, all that. So I guess number one is the clients and number two is the team. So yay, <laughs> that's good to hear. How has leadership, yeah. how has your experience been with leadership over the years? Would you say you it's something that comes natural to you or just or something that you've grown into? Um, a little bit of both. I think I think part of it was a little bit natural. I, I wouldn't have probably taken this route if if it wasn't something that I, you know, enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, kind of being in charge of things. Mm -hmm. um, but but yeah, I mean, there's there's always things to learn, always ways to get better. So uh, I, th I think it's important to you know have an open mind to to learn, um, to read, to watch YouTube videos, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you know, like any any kind of information that you can take in to become a better leader is super important. Um, you know, and to take feedback and to have mentors and yeah. people that you can kind of explain what situation happened and for them to tell that tell you that you're wrong yeah. and for you to have people that you respect in your life that um, that you respect enough that they can tell you you're wrong and you have and you don't say anything back mm. you take it in and you reflect on what they say um, I think that's probably one of the most important things to be to being a good leader is you know being able to take all of that feedback yeah absolutely I think that speaks to just maybe integral leadership you know I think being growth oriented is something that's lifelong not just you mm. know it's just lifelong. <laughs> That's huge. Exactly. Yeah. What would you say your biggest rock right now to 
to move on your journey to seven figures? Systems. I think, I think that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. I'm realizing that I had a couple, a couple meetings and uh, opened up my eyes. I, I had heard it in the past. Um, one of one of my friends who, um, you know, I, w- I would consider them kind of an advisor to me as well, um, just pointed out some different things. Super, super brilliant woman um, has has scaled other businesses in the digital space and whatnot. And uh, just kind of opened my eyes to systems. She's an operations mentality. Uh, It's funny because one of my friends calls her AI. That's her nickname because she like is constantly computing things in her head. (laughs) She's like like genius type person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a conversation with her. It was that was one of them, one of the things that kind of sparked my thoughts on it further. But, um, but yeah, just kind of opened my mind to you know how there's a there's like a ceiling that you can get to with the current setup, and without really systematizing more, mm. uh, you know you you can't get past that. I mean, there's yeah. there's only so much so much revenue that you can take in, so many clients that you can bring on yeah. before things are just too messy and um, you know, then you start losing clients on the other end. So because you're not handling things correctly, um, you know, your team is getting overwhelmed or overworked and, you know, it's just, there's no, there's no possibility of bringing on more clients. So it just becomes too, too messy. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing right now for me to get, uh, to get over, to kind of get to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Thank you for being thorough with your answer. I'm also curious to know if you have any favorite agency scaling influencers or authors. I know that you've mentioned some the importance of mentorship that have just kind of molded you or inspired you along your journey. Um, I, I don't know any like agency owners specifically that I can think of uh, offhand except for Gary V. Gary V <laughs> was actually... yeah. Um, the first one, right when, when I was starting my agency was when he was starting to kind of get bigger. Mm. Uh, cause that was like back in 2014. So he had just come out with that job, 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 right hook mm. book, which is super old. And probably nowadays, like nobody reads it cause it is like really outdated in terms of all the things that it talks about with social media advertising. Oh, wow. It would actually, it would actually be a very interesting book to go back and read. Uh, because it has like screenshots of like Instagram, what it looked like back then. <laughs> the fundamentals of it all make sense. Um, but uh, but yeah, so like I, I, I definitely looked up to him back then. Um, I still do sometimes now, but he's more, um, his, his information is more for like young people who are trying to get inspired. He doesn't really provide as much, uh, as much information for, so he he does in some some areas, but like I think majority of his content is geared towards um, people who are trying to like kind of get off the couch and make some money and do something, yeah. and uh, like you know people who might be at at like a, a pivotal point in their life where they're you know trying to change something in their life, yeah, uh, like like living at their parents' house or their parents you know don't want them to do certain things or you know things like that, but. He definitely inspired me earlier on and I got a lot of good good info from, you know, reading his books and his podcasts and things about how to kind of grow, um, grow, grow into starting the business and you know, running the business and yeah. you know, all that kind of 
Um, now I, I listen to not not so much agency owners, but um, you know, just just successful business people. Um, you know, different podcasts and YouTube. Sorry, my dog. All good. Chloe. Um, <laughs> Is uh you know so I, I try I try to just find find videos about things that I'm interested in yeah uh, like the systems and things like that what, what kind of videos that I can find on that yeah absolutely I didn't even know Gary B had a podcast but I definitely um, watch his content on Instagram as well and literally the most recent call I was on just talked about Gary V as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of agency owners are aware of him, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, I don't know if he still has a podcast. I know he used to have uh, like the Ask Gary V show and, uh, okay. and uh, I know he used to have some podcasts. I don't know. He does so much content. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah. Uh, and he has so many different things going on. So yeah, I'm not sure, but he's got a lot of good stuff um, to check out. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing some gems. And yeah, do you have any last advice for agency owners or your peers listening to this right now? Uh, I mean, I think just like what I said about systems is I think starting, starting from the beginning, no matter what size you are, you know, creating creating systems that, uh, that can help you to kind of do things more efficiently. I think starting off with checklists is the most important thing. And then, you know, eventually building out more systems on top of that. Yeah. the most important that you could possibly do yay absolutely awesome thank you so much for your time i really enjoyed this episode and yeah have a good rest of your day yeah of course thank you for having me as well